Hello, hello again, and welcome to the NFL College Football Talk Show, where today we're going to be going over the Falcons 2021 NFL Draft and their record and schedule breakdown, along with moves this offseason. The Falcons are interesting because lots of people thought they'd be better than the fourth worst team in the NFL, but... They lost some players to injury, and they fired their head coach. They hired a new guy, Arthur Smith, who was the offensive coordinator for the Titans. And we'll see how they are next year. But let's visit their draft first. Okay, so at number one, round one, number four overall, they picked Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of Florida. Listen, Kyle Pitts is a versatile weapon. Um, so obviously that's nothing new anyway, but he picks perfectly into Arthur Smith's scheme, which features tight ends. He has more than just tight end capabilities. He's a, He can be a huge wide receiver. He can be in the slot. He can be outside. They already have future receiving weapons in Calvin Ridley. They traded Julio Jones away, so they don't have him anymore. But... Pitts, he just doesn't have one NFL skill, but he has several. He's six foot six. He's got a 33-inch vertical. He runs like a wide receiver. He grabs 50-50 balls from Darber coverage. They could have picked Justin Fields as a Matt Ryan contingency plan. So I'm not going to give it an A++, but this really adds to the offense, and especially that since they got... Julio Jones, they traded him away. I think tight end here helps them a lot. They also have uh, Hayden Hurst still. So they have some a couple of good tight end weapons. So I'll give that pick a B plus. Originally it was just a B, but since they traded away Julio Jones, he's a more valuable piece on the team now. So I'll give that a B plus. In the second round, I like this pick a lot. They picked Richie Grant, the safety from UCF. He's a ball hawk. He just he goes to the ball, which is something this team needs on defense. They don't have ball hawks. They've got Deion Jones. That's about it. He joins a group as the Falcons. They just basically just picked up veterans Eric Harris and Deron Harmon. Neither of those players are great, and there's not many players in the safety position. They lost Keanu Neal. Deron Harmon's okay, so it probably won't take him long to get a starting spot. He was really good run defense safety, which will step in for losing Keanu Neal. He had 10 picks and 7 forced fumbles. He's, he's He just causes turnovers. Who He was my top-ranked safety. I had him over Trayvon Morig. He's 6 foot, 196 pounds. He started 33 games in college. Crazy. I give this pick a B. It's a great pick. This guy's great. He's really fun to watch. If you watched any UCF games, you could see him flying around the field. So, he's not the greatest athlete in the world, and he's 24. But they moved down to pick him, and they got a fourth rounder, who they selected another player with. And the third round, they picked Jalen Mayfield, or Mayfield, guard out of Michigan. It's an interesting pick. They picked an interior offensive lineman before running back. Interesting. But they don't have... They picked, brought in Mike Davis, I guess. 
but Mike Davis isn't the greatest running back in the league. He's probably, out of all of them, like bottom 20, definitely. They picked a guard, though, to protect Matt Ryan and help for the run blocking. I think this is a good pick. I'll give it another B. The Falcons, so far, they're having a good draft. They did not. He did not give up many sacks, um, but he's got natural athletic ability. He's a little bit of a developmental guy. So, in the fourth round, they picked Darren Hall or Duran, Darren probably out of the corner out of San Diego State. Another secondary piece here. He's got good press coverage. He's got good instincts. He had three picks and six pass breakups in only six games. He played for Brady Hoke, whose brother was the Falcons' secondary coach, so it probably mixed some things, and that's probably why he got the pick. He had good ball skills. He's good press skills, so he's got the toughness and athleticism and ball skills, so he could be a guy you see out there pretty fast if he has a chance to be a good player in the NFL. In the fourth round, another fourth rounder, they picked Drew Dahlman, the center at Stanford, now, they lost Alex Mack to the 49ers in free agency. He is the son of another offensive lineman who played in the NFL. He's undersized, a little bit undersized, some people think. He's 6'3", 295, so not even 300 pounds. But he's smart. He calls protections. He points out guys. He knows what he's doing. You know, I'll give this pick a C. I mean, there weren't too many good centers. But I think that they wanted to go for Quinn Minerts, but the center out of Wisconsin Whitewater. But a couple picks earlier, it was actually four picks earlier that he went to the Broncos. Or maybe it was a few that the Brian Broncos two first the two third rounders and they picked Quinn Miners and Baron Browning. I don't remember which order it was. I don't know which one was picked first and second. But in the fifth round, they picked Taquan Graham, the defensive tackle out of Texas. He's a versatile defensive lineman who played inside and outside in Texas's scheme, which is the 4-2-5, which is kind of a strange scheme. But he's 6'3", 292, and he's doesn't have good speed, but he can get up the field. He had two sacks and seven TFLs in nine games. He's a good rotational lineman. He'll pop up in there if, like, Grady Jarrett gets tired or... Someone else gets tired, someone like that. In the fifth round, they picked Adi Ogunjay, the defensive end out of Notre Dame. I can't say that name. But he's a one-year starter in college and led the Irish with seven sacks that season. So lots of sacks, 14 tackles for loss. He's a Nigerian immigrant. He didn't begin playing football until eighth grade. He's long and rangy, and he's fast. He's for six fumbles. He's six foot four, 260 pounds. So he's definitely long, and he's less like heavy than most defensive linemen. He's a good speed guy. He has good length and pursuit ability. He doesn't really use his long lengths to defeat blocks though. He's a developmental guy. If they can develop him, he's got a chance to do something. He's got the stuff. And the fifth round with another pick, they selected Avery Williams. I'm not really gonna grade these fifth and sixth and seventh rounders because this fifth round on in this draft was a complete crapshoot. You'll be there in guys who didn't play college last year or were injured, and you just were taking shots on guys with athletic talent. 
and guys you think you can develop, or guys with speed or track stars who didn't really play any college football. He had a blocked punt. He's a good special teams guy. He's 5'8". He had nine returns for touchdowns in his Mountain Conference. He was twice the Mountain Conference special teams player, and he started on defense for four years. That's good. Nine punt returns for touchdowns, or nine kick. Five punt, three kickoff, and one blocked punt. And he had five more blocks. I mean, I think he's just a good special teams guy. He's got a great special teams. He knows how to play on special teams. Like, he can block. He can get the punt. He can block it. He can block the kicks. He can return. He's fast. He can hop in and play in nickel sets because the Falcons aren't that deep at corner. They've got A.J. Terrell and a couple of other guys. In the sixth round, they selected Frank Darby, the wide receiver out of Arizona State. Um, he only had six receptions last year, but one was a touchdown in his three games. He had a rib injury in last season. He had 31 catches and eight touchdowns as a junior. His mom passed away. Like This is ESPN like um, television things telling, like, his mom passed away one month ago. Like, you know, that draft crap. They show they did, like, tell me stuff about the guy, and they're like, his mom died. His fish died when he was three. Like, no one cares. Um, he's probably going to be a practice squad guy. He's got good energy. I mean, but he picked in the sixth round for a reason. He was a little bit injury prone. But I'll give this draft in total, like, around probably a B minus. I mean, their first couple of round picks were good. I like the drawn Hall pick in round four. I like the Jalen. I like their first, second, and third round picks. Though I think they probably could have picked a running back. Uh, there was like Chuba Hubbard was on the board, and he could be a good every down back. But that's about it for the draft grades. I like their draft. I think they did a good job. I think they picked about three or four starters. Uh, depends how if you count starting on special teams as starting. In that case, it might be another one because I think out of Duran Hall. And take on Graham. I think a couple of those guys will turn into something good. I think Avery Williams could turn into something good as well. But they got D-line and corner depth. They mostly they're got offensive line depth. They got a starter tight end and a starting safety. Like They filled out a lot of their holes offensively and defensively. But I think this was a good draft. The Falcons, definitely. Okay, so under the schedule, we've got a pretty easy schedule. So, I mean, not much more to say about that. In the first week, they take on Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Listen, I think the Eagles are going to be bad. I can't see why they'd be good, to be honest. I mean, this Falcons team's a little bit more depleted than they were last year, besides the draft talent they added. They lost Keanu Neal. They lost Alex Mack. Some of their good veteran players who were skilled and talented and knew what they were doing. But I still think Atlanta's going to get this win. I think Kyle Pitts is going to take the NFL by storm. I think he's going to get a touchdown. I think Philadelphia doesn't really have anyone on defense anymore. Much different than the 2018 team that made the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz is not there anymore. Nick Foles is not there anymore. 
their running backs aren't there anymore. Their wide receivers aren't there anymore. Speaking of that, I wonder what happened to Jay Ajayi. Did he retire? But I think Atlanta wins this one. They're 1-0 to start the season. And a nice little afternoon game against Philadelphia. They win that one. I mean, Philadelphia's bad. Atlanta's decent. Then Atlanta heads to Tampa Bay. I don't think they'll win any games against Tampa Bay. So I'm picking Tampa Bay in this one. I mean, Tom Brady loves to beat the Falcons. So I think this one of these because Pentel would be a close game. Probably the one in Atlanta. But I'm not going to pick Atlanta to win either of them. And then in week three, there's the Giants and the Falcons. I don't think in general the Falcons' defense is going to be that good. They added a lot of depth and a lot of guys. I think it has the potential to be decent. I think they can step up. They're still young. I think give it a couple of years and they'll be better. But I probably think New York wins this game. Sorry to the Falcons fans, but I don't see them being you being insane good enough on the defensive side of the ball to compensate for the fact that your offense is going to be shaky at times because you have that curse of choking or whatever. And even sometimes you'll have just empty possessions and every team will. But somehow yours just seems to happen at the end of the game more. And I think that's the difference between this one. I think you might have a 7-10 to 10 point lead at this one. Saquon rips one off. Um, and then Daniel Jones throws a little game-winning drive. A couple of slants that break for 10-15 yards to the corners. And they kick a game-winning field goal. And then you play Washington football team. Really high on the football team. They got some good additions. They added some guys. Ryan Fitzpatrick is better than Alex Smith and Taylor Heineke. <laughs> In the regular season, at least. So I think Washington wins this one. I'm really high on the football team. Their defense is crazy. Like, they've got juiced players on there. And then week five, you host the Jets. If you listen to my Jets draft grades and schedule review, you'll know that I have Atlanta winning this one. I just think that they're going to win. I don't think that the Jets are good enough to beat the Falcons yet. But anyway, so the Falcons are 2-3 and three still, so still got a chance going to their bye week. And after your bye week in week 7, you go to Miami. Miami's bad. Their defense is going to be good. It's not going to be great. It's probably going to be like 12th, 10th, somewhere around that range, maybe 8th, something like that. And, you know, I think you win that game. I really don't like Tua. I don't think he's going to – like, I don't have anything against Tua. I just don't think he's a good NFL quarterback. I feel bad for Miami because they could have picked a couple other guys instead of Tua. Uh, like, Justin Herbert was there for the taking at five, but they passed on him and a pick later. The Chargers drafted Justin Herbert. I really don't think that's how it should have gone down. But every team's going to make their mistakes. I think you win this one in – Get to 503 and 3. Then you host the Panthers. I think you sweep the Panthers. So you win that game. And then you go to New Orleans. I think you split with New Orleans. And whenever I split with someone, the, the divisional teams, I'll just pick the home team to win both games. 
So, currently you have a winning record. You're three, four. Actually, no, you're four and four, which is not bad, especially when you've still got a lot of games to go. Still got nine games left. You go to Dallas. I think Dallas wins this game. Your defense still isn't good. Um, Dallas, this is a Keanu Neal revenge game, I guess. I mean, he's a safety. It's not like he's a quarterback or a running back, so he can like. It's not like he's gonna run all over you or something. But I think maybe he gets an interception and a forced fumble. And I just think Dallas's offense is better than yours or better than Atlanta's, and their defenses are about the same. I mean, you've both got decent linebackers, questionable secondaries, and questionable safeties. Except for, I think Dallas' safeties are better, so I'll just give the edge to Dallas. And their offense has got more talent. So you're, you fall down to 4-5, and five, but then you host New England and you win on Thursday night. Matchup of this 2017 Super Bowl. And I just think that you guys win. I think that this will be the last game of Cam Newton's NFL career. Not that he's going to get injured, but I think they'll just sit him and no one will pick him up. Maybe someone will pick him up, but they won't start him. He'll be a backup or a third string or even a practice squad guy. So I think you win that one. Now you're 5-5, five and five, I think. Six. Oh, no, you're 5-6. and six. And then you go to Jacksonville. I think you lose that game to the Jaguars. Because, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, James Robinson, and G.J. Chark. Their weapons, their offensive line's not bad. It's not great. It's just not terrible either. So I think that the Jags win that one. I think that their offense is just about as talented. They have a way better running backs than the Falcons. Their wide receivers are worse. Their tight ends worse. I mean, never mind. I forgot about Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is going to, like, ball out. He's going to catch 10 touchdowns in the game, and the Jaguars are going to win 70-0. to um, Not actually, but I still think the Jaguars are going to win. And then you host Tampa Bay. You don't win this game. I just think Tampa Bay is way better. I think they might visit another Super Bowl, depending on where Aaron Rodgers goes. And how Chicago plays out, and how Dallas plays, and Washington, San Francisco. But I think they'll be in the Super Bowl hunt again this year. And I just think they're better. And then you go to Carolina. Uh, you said you swept Carolina, so you would win this game. You're 6-7 and seven now, hosting Detroit. And I think you win that game. Detroit's not good. I think they have a shot. At being decent, um, the talent's not really there, but they're collecting guys with winning attitudes and teamwork mentalities, and I think they're actually going in the right direction now with the defense they picked. They're getting good, deep, and they're getting good in the trenches. They can beat you up. They're gonna hand the ball off to DeAndre Swift. They're gonna throw checkdowns. They're gonna try to tie you with paper cuts, but I still think that you win the game. I think that you get paper cut. I think that you let the Lions score like 31, but on the Lions defense, 
that's good in the trenches. I think you drop like 34 on him, and I think you win that game. And then you go to Buffalo, and this is the game. This game, you're, you're uh, 7 and 8. You go to Buffalo. If you win this game, you have a shot at a winning season for the first time in a couple of years. Or you had a winning season two years ago, maybe. Or you have a shot at a winning season. You go to the Bill, Buffalo, and they smoke you. I mean, Buffalo's super good. There's not many teams I'd take above Buffalo. Maybe the Browns. Uh, maybe the Titans. Maybe the Broncos. The Bucks. The Cowboys. The Cardinals. The Packers. If there's Aaron Rodgers, the Bears. Teams have a chance. Those teams have a chance. But if we're talking about teams that are actually better than the Bills, like I'd pick the Browns, the Broncos, the Titans, the. the 49ers and the Buccaneers probably. It's probably about it. Uh, maybe that many. I'm not sure. But then week 18, you are 7-9. and nine. Uh, This game could come down to the fact uh, New Orleans wants a better draft pick to draft a QB. You want a good draft pick to draft maybe an offensive lineman that one piece away, maybe draft your quarterback of the future. And I think this is like a slugfest. I think that he, some Sean Payton's sitting most of his guys because I don't think they're a winning team. It, but if it's close and they have a shot at the playoffs, I think the New Orleans wins and you're 7-10. and 10. But I think you win this game. Uh and go eight and nine on the season, three and three in the division, five and seven in the conference. You're very good at home. You're six and two, but on the road, you're two and seven with one win over the Panthers and one win over the Dolphins, and you drop all your other games on the road. You're two and seven versus winning teams, and you're six and two versus losing teams. So you beat the teams you're supposed to. Uh, if you win that Giants game, the season could be completely different. You'd have a winning record, you know. But I just don't know about that one. I think the Giants are just a better team. Maybe you could win that Jaguars game and the Giants game, and you're 10-7, and and you're in the playoff picture. Uh, I think that's probably the best-case scenario. And then maybe that you split with Tampa Bay, and, sit, and then maybe you're 11-6. and six. I think that's probably the best-case scenario. But I have you at 8-9. and nine. And that's that about that. I think that you'll be a decent team. No one will be like, few are playing the Falcons. It's basically another bye week. But no one will be like, man, I'm really worried about the Falcons. They're going to be a pretty good team. I think their future is being laid in groundwork. But you're stuck in that unfortunate spot where you're going to be picking 16th or 17th. But you're not going to be making the playoffs either. Anyway, there's no really news in the NFL right now. No new stuff on the Sean Watson or Aaron Rodgers. Breaking news, the Bengals offensive line is still garbage. They really should shine Mitchell Swartz. Um, I don't know what's going on there. But I don't 
know. Well, that's going to be it for today. You can always join the Discord. The link will be in the podcast description. We can talk. Maybe you're a Falcons fan and you think I'm dumb. Come in. You can tell me that, I guess. And maybe you don't think you're winning that many games. Maybe you're trying to tank. Maybe you think you're tanking. I don't know. Maybe you think Mike Davis is super good. Maybe you want to be on the show and talk with me about it. You can do whatever you want. Please recommend this podcast to a friend if they are into football. And thanks for listening.